right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Crispy Business, bringing you all of the crispy, crunchy business from a comic shop down here in the pretty nice south of Florida. Yeah. We have... A whisper of winter. <laughs> we we have we had a power ball of a week of, of temperatures. It's been kind of great. <laughs> Not complaining. Even yeah. though it was raining today, I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it because I saw the, the weather report and it's like more cold on the way after this rainstorm. I'm like, flood us out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just a young sprite that was trapped in a fighting game. And now I'm surfing the net looking for my friend, Bob. Anthony. I am a part of the new cast of Fight Fighters. My name is Brian. <gasps> that game with Rumble McSkirmish? I'm Joe. I'm a crazy lady with many different faces. Jen. Yay. Oh, you got it. You got my reboot reference. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's her name? Oh, I don't know. No, what's her name? Come on. Oh, yeah, Who's okay. her brother? It's, it's Hexadecimal. Hexadecimal, the best villain ever. And Megabyte. Her brother Megabyte. Oh, okay. What are you guys like the gatekeepers of reboot knowledge all of a sudden? Not at <laughs> all. This? What the hell is this? Not at all. I love you. Knew, I knew you knew that, Joe. You absolutely knew that. I don't know anything about reboot. You know who <laughs> Hexadecimal is. Yeah, I know who Hexadecimal yeah, you, is. But yeah, I wouldn't so have known it from what Jen said. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm offended. What the hell is this? I don't know <laughs> shit about reboot. This is, hey, this was Jen's one she gets the year. She I, did I'm it early. About it. Oh, no. You peaked it's real gonna early. It's going to be a long year. It's going to be a long it's gonna year. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. <laughs> you peaked real early. I was okay. so mad, Brian, when I looked over at you. I'm like, he's going to take Fight Fighters. I know he's going to take yeah. it. God damn it. I totally went to Rumble Next Skirmish. I was hoping Reboots. I knew he knew it. I did, but you know, I went. I went the sideways. I went to. You would like the series finale reboot, Joe? Really? Well, because the whole thing, like the first season, is one thing. The second season, the main, well, not the main, the little boy becomes Cable. Yes. Because uh, he gets he okay. gets stuck in a game that's gonna kill him, so they become sprites and he ages. And then to recap the entire series, they do it as a musical to ma- the major general. You are correct. I would like that. It's the but it's, it, and it recaps the entire series from episode one to that one. And you see all the characters, including their adult and kid versions, and all that. It's like, and it's like, but they're all told through their little weird block people dressed as cosplaying as them. Yeah, as if it's like a community theater too. Like it's got like yeah. wires on people, and sets are falling down and shit, and people clearly have cardboard costumes on. It's the best. It's pretty good. Super I'm all good. about the life. <laughs> but but if you didn't take it, Fight Fighters is a good place to go. Fight Fighters is a good place to Do you go. You know that is Jen. Fight Fighters. No. Wow. You don't know Rumble McSkirmish, really? Nope. No. Cool. It's a really great uh, joke about Street Fighter, King of Fighters, all of those fighting games mm-hmm. in Gravity Falls. They have their own game called oh, Fight shit. Fighters. You do yeah. know it. You do I know, do it, know it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a whole episode where he yeah, has yeah, Rumble yeah. McSkirmish out. And the yeah. peak is already down. He killed your father? <laughs> <laughs> no, you just made it so that somebody was like, he, so killed, he killed your father. <laughs> that reminds me, it, it isn't the same way, but the way that Rumble McSkirmish talks, it always makes me think of the announcer in Dr. Trey. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> I absolutely agree. It, it, it like, could be the right same like person. I can see that know. guy going, smoked horse buttholes. buttholes. Dr. Tran. is for Dr. Tran. <laughs> what? I think I've been saying I'm not a macadity, I think, all week long. So Dr. Tran's been on the brain. We got to show you Dr. Tran one day. Okay. It was like the early days of like Flash cartoons. Yes. Okay. Like... I want to say it either is the same time or might slightly predate like Strong Bad and shit. Like mm-hmm. it was like the early, early days of Flash cartoons. I think That's, it's around the same, I think time, it's the same time. I don't because, think it goes before. Homestar Runner was one of the like first viral yeah, yeah. website type things there was. That like, I said, like I think it might be the same I time. Think it's around the same time. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Awesome. 
it was pretty good. So, all right. Good uh, good preamble, guys. Good preamble. Some flash uh, cartoons. Let's go down to the uh, post-amble. The, car- the comics. Let's reboot this podcast. That's right. Ooh. Sorry. Well, we already did that a couple weeks Glitch ago. Glitch reboot. <laughs> yes, we so did. New game popped down. It's <laughs> called the crispy business. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into our comics. Uh, so I'll start us off this week. Um, I'm actually going to go back a week or two because uh, I meant to talk about this that week, but I never got a chance to read it. Uh, I read White Ash. Ooh, I was curious about that. I'd like to hear about this. Yeah. Um, friend of the store, uh, Kevin Joseph. Uh, recommended it to me he writes tart and uh so this is his friend who wrote this and he was pretty excited about it so i was like all right i'll give it a shot uh it's actually pretty good it's got Uh, good art i know that the art's actually pretty darn good especially for um an almost indie comic that's from scout comics that's Um, that's indie oh yeah yeah, definitely indie indie. (laughs) that's Um, like being like who put your movie out sticks oh oh you're basically an indie film yeah (laughs) uh but the writing's pretty good. Um, I, I did enjoy it. It's very 80s movie to begin with, mm. but then it definitely like kind of curves into like a 2000s-ish. Like Modern's Up. Modern, modern's Up with like a vampire-ish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's pre- it pretty wild, uh, but I, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I will definitely read the second one. Um, and oh. yeah, I don't know what it's about so far. <laughs> this one page you just flipped to. This is a really obscure ass reference. Oh uh, yeah. But this chick mm-hmm. looks like Raven from uh, uh, um, Highlander. That is no, very it obscure. Does, yes. I, I agree. That's obscure. No, that's no, no, obscure no, no, no. I'm with you. I, I'm, just, I'm very like, much with you. I instantly saw her and I heard the shitty theme song from her spinoff show. Yeah, but it's basically is about you know small town boy instead of small town girl um, living in a lonely world. Uh, but he's raised in a in a city called White Ash, and uh, or no, it's, maybe it's not White. Ash. No, it is White Ash, and uh, it's a coal town. So he's looking to get out of it. He made it. He's going to college, but he's then vampires. be someone. And then his father's like, "All right, son. You know, I guess you know, I guess going out into your world. You know, going to leave us people. That's fine." Uh, his father works at the coal mine, uh, so he goes down there, and. Uh, uh, the, the son is like kind of gets held up because he's trying to get his money before he leaves, you know, classic story. And then wouldn't you know it? His father is while he's down there encounters a vampire that's putting an explosive on the mind. <laughs> oh. And so he gets everybody else out except for himself. And the son, as he's about to leave, here's the here's the explosion, goes back to the mind and finds that his dad is the only one that's injured. So. Mm. And that's the end of the comic. So he's not, not leaving the town. Yeah. Well, he should be. He very much sh- so should be. He might be a vampire. He might be a vampire. But he might be a vampire. It sounds like the a better version of the plot from season two of Sabrina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it looks like he's not getting out of town anytime soon. Aw. What? You know, classic story. Yeah. So... Like I said, classic like eighties ish movie, but a little bit of a twist on it. I always do feel bad in any story where the character wants to leave town and grow bigger and something yeah. happens to camp and was like, Oh I, that's no like, matter what happens in this that's the most heartbreaking uh-huh. thing to me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like I understand, like this is how the story is like that is the tried and true mm-hmm. yeah. way that plot unwinds, but it always just makes you feel uh, so bad. Yeah. And and as we've talked about in other stories, every single character in this does have their own voice so good, it is good. written oh, okay. well enough so that i even if i didn't see the visual i did know who they who was were. who yeah nice. exactly so good comic though i enjoyed it i so wanted to pick it up i was curious about yeah. it 
I don't know why I didn't pick it up or just didn't, but yeah. now I have to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun though. Uh, so how about you, Jen? What did you read? I read Ruins of Ravencroft, Dracula. Ooh. That seems right up your alley. Yeah. Speaking of vampires. I so. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> More like glampires. Well, there wasn't a lot of Dracula in it. It was when he was in there, it was more like managerial like Dracula <laughs> so than like That is actually how Marvel's Dracula kind of yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, hate I, know, to, I hate to burst your bubble. No, I know. Okay, well, I know there's a long history with him being in the comics. I just don't know what that history is. I've, well, I've heard parts. You guys have told me a little bit about him. But um, yeah, no, he's... It, so the story isn't isn't even really about Dracula. It's his... Honestly, I get why you put Dracula's name on the cover. Uh-huh. Because... People will pick it up like no, me. Won't. No, they won't. Actually, that's no. the opposite. It's that was oh, the no, Dracula really? book. No, thank you. Most people don't buy Dracula books. Oh, that's hilarious. They're actually buying it because it says Ruins of Ravencroft. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I love it. So basically, the whole thing is um, a bunch oh, of heroes. Yeah. Um, I like seeing Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Werewolf by Night. They actually have a really great team going in, and they're setting up Ravencroft. Oh, Misty. Nice. It's Misty. We have... Luke. Um, Falcon, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic over there. Iron yeah. Fist. Yep, yeah, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Uh, everybody. It's actually like a really, honestly, I would love to see them Can do. Can we pause like for a one second? Team. I don't know who got the memo at Marvel. It's not a facial hair thing, I know you don't like it, and I do, but every artist is drawing Reed kind of fucking hot lately. <laughs> He's very attractive. But more than he usually is. I've always found him attractive. No, no, no. I'm not saying he hasn't been, but they've been drawing him with no nerdiness to his face. He's just a babe. It's like all of Marvel's like, Krasinski, go. I don't know who sent maybe, this memo. That could be. That but he's, could getting, be he's, he's, he's a definite fucking toot now. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're beard. not wrong. Like, they're they're, they're definitely ma- they're making he, him like, Mr. Fantastic. I ruined yeah. that marriage. <laughs> no, no. He's doing it for you. Don't worry. So the... <laughs> sorry, Jen. Go back. Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. I didn't mean to derail you. I'm all, sorry. Okay. Um, so basically, this really awesome team is going in there um, to set up. Uh, they're bringing back the facility, Ravencroft. Um, and Bucky Barnes shows out of nowhere. He's like, I don't need to know all of these books and stories from people who've been here in the past because I was here. And then we get, that's basically what this whole story is. It's a flashback. Um, <laughs> Not quite. It's, despite <laughs> him saying that, it's not a flashback. Okay. It is basically like net, from that point on, like you're reading the original, um, the guy who ran Ravencroft first, like okay. who created his story about like how he should have seen the signs that this was being used by the government as a place to hide and store like creatures of doom and destruction. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the human experiments. Um, it's actually a really nice kind of... Um, I don't know anything about this place. This is the first book I've ever read about Ravencroft it. Ravencroft is like Marvel's Arkham, but goth. Yeah. See, and that's what this is. This is basically <laughs> setting up Ravencroft. It's, you know, oh, it, there's like a, with little short stories, like, oh, this mm-hmm. is the time I saw, met Loki. And then, you know, Nathaniel Sussex was here for a long while. And, you know. Yeah, Ravencroft uh, puts the goth in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marvel's never been as effective at using Ravencroft the way DC has used Arkham, though, for some reason. Yeah. So, um, I like the art though. The art, oh, the art is really nice. It's it got is. like um, a very like old timey kind of look to it for the for the flashback slash storytelling parts. Yeah. Um, but the whole th- the part with Bucky is that Cap um, found out that his best friend from childhood was 
got PTSD. It was brought to the hospital and then just disappeared. So he and Bucky break in and uh, Cat fights Dracula and Bucky finds his friend. His friend is like, you know, when they sit there and just merge people together and it's like really say, gross. It's like a, an alien's resurrection. Just yeah, it, That's literally uh, please kill me. It's ah. like the only thing his friend says. And so. It, it, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it really uh, nail in the head there. Um, so, you know, Bucky does kill him. And he, so Steve is like, what happened? So uh, did he get out? It's like, no, <laughs> he didn't make it. No, he wasn't. He wasn't even here. Wrong, wrong one. Uh, wrong one. Um, so, you know, Steve comes in, punches some things. It's all good. Um, and we find out that the first doctor kills himself. Um, and, uh, oh, Jonas Ravencroft. His diary is what this has been. And uh, then, you know, they kind of give you a little bit of a hint of who's coming in. A parade of monsters and villains and creatures, creatures of the night. Of night. But, um, yeah. Oh, Norman Oswald pops in to say, hey. Osborne? Osborne. Oswald. Osborne. Unless <laughs> <laughs> Norman's been banging out Dr. Octavius. <laughs> No, he's actually just uh, Steamboat Octo. We're going to combine our names, Oswald. Art's great. (laughs) Solid story. Very much an intro to, because it sounds like they're doing a bunch of stories about. Mm -hmm. The Sabretooth one was really good, actually. I read that one. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't read the Morbius one, because fuck Morbius. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, These stories aren't set at a specific time, are they? They're just kind of. The Sabretooth one's kind of about, well, um. They're supposed to kind of sort of be in main continuity. Well, you can't be in main continu- continuity and do a Sabretooth book right now. Well, because the Sabretooth one's about when he was at Ravencroft. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, because that's when I saw the Sabretooth one. I was like, well, that can't be current. Like, mm-hmm. they're not all like this, where this one's like, hey, we're doing, we're here now. We're doing now. This is oh, now. Okay. Sabretooth one's about how, like, he was there, uh, which was the wrong place for him to be, because he just, like, killed everybody. The Morbius one I didn't read. I guess I'll go back and read it. I don't dislike Morbius. I just haven't looked at them recently. But yeah, they're all supposed to be little minis, and they're going to have a, a Ravencroft. This is okay. actually all spinning out of, funnily enough, Absolute Carnage, even though you would not know it. Well, that's uh, um, Norm. Norman does reference his time as Carnage, and that he has now gotten a clean bill of health after yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after all the Codex stuff. All right, cool. Yeah, so cool. It, no, it was. A, a, Good sort of uh, intro to what I to the setting of where all this is going to be happening for all their little spinoffs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, well, uh, good book there, Jen. And now, Anthony, what did you got? Well, I read because Jen didn't feel like it. Marauders this week. <laughs> I read Marauders. <laughs> uh, was it number six? Yeah. Yes. It was really fucking good. The previous episode issue, previous mm-hmm. issue, ended with. Um, uh, Shinobi getting the upstart, his ship scuttled in uh, Madripoor Bay. So this starts right there uh, with Bobby getting his clock cleaned, like just oh. knocked the fuck out. Mm. Um, that woman from Malaysia who was kind of faking and be like, oh, they're doing this. She's on the ship. Um, a couple of people there. And basically they're trying, they're like, we're going to fuck this ship up because mm-hmm. it's the whole cargo hold filled with anti mutant armor. And yep. mm-hmm. that's not great. And I'm like, well, we are sovereign citizens of Madripoor. She's ah, don't care. We're going to fuck it up. <laughs> um, they throw everybody off the boat. It, it, it's kind of business as usual. Um, she's fighting Hatemonger. And um, I forget the other guy's name. I hate him, too. Um, basically, the KKK from Mutants. Yes. Yeah. 
one dude stabs Pyro and it's a little tiny, like little sub with a little tiny yellow jacket mm-hmm. inside Pyro now. Cause they're going to live stream. Cause it's, everything's based off of, um, uh, Kate Kilgore's new little crew, his little, oh, yeah, Verger, yeah. Verger, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually, I, I will say, I like that Cade's, Cade Kilgore and all of the, them are in this book because they were introduced when Kitty was the head of the school back in the other X-Men and they kind of hate her. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're going to live stream everything um, Pyro sees, which is great because they do the whole battle. Kitty's doing her shit and Bishop and Pyro are like walking around and he's like, we got it. I'm, I'm as ocular nerve. We're going to see some shit. And he's like, oh man, here's a closet. It's a lot of white clothes. Like it's every <laughs> white outfit you could ever want. He's like, okay, well, that must be Emma's room. Cool. Oh, now he's going to a special like room that needs like a code and a handprint. We're gonna see some secret shit open. So he goes, so it's a full salon. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what the hell kind of ship is this? And then he just goes away. And then Yellowjack's like, oh, I, I guess we're done. I guess he's done looking at the ship. It's like shit. <laughs> he's he's just gonna take a nap. Um, but the cool part is you find out that Sebastian Shaw manipulated them into coming to Madripoor Bay and going on the ship because he was hiding in one of the mutant dampening armors. Um, and basically he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, Kitty, and I'm gonna so I can kill Emma so I can put Shinobi on your thing and I have my own queen. And he throws some weird-ass seeds at Kitty. Mm-hmm. Well, no, first he, like, nets up Lockheed and just dunk, drops him in the water oh, to yeah. drown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he throws these weird, quick-growing seeds at Kitty and then fucking kicks her off the gangplank. For some reason, she can't phase out of them, so they. That's what I don't understand why she can phase out of it, but they. But, but maybe yeah. it's a Krakoa thing. She can't go through she the can't portals. Phase through the portal can't, either. Like... I mean, to be fair, Sebastian Shaw has been throwing his seat around for years. A similar joke is made actually <laughs> in the book about that. But since she can't phase through the portal and stuff, I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. that. And then basically, the issue ends with her, with you finding out a how he manipulated it. So like he mm-hmm. like. Used Christian Frost. Christian really wants Bobby on his thing. So he's like, hey, you do this for me, and I'll kill her, and then Bobby can be on your team. He went around to each little individual member. like, listen, just fuck this girl. <laughs> like, in particular, I don't fucking like her. And I know you're not a huge fan. Or if you are, you want a different thing that she can't provide for you. So help me out. And it ends with her just sinking to the bottom of the, of the water. And I, I'm like, Ooh. Assumedly, it looks when like she's she taking gets, her last breath. Like, it's like, when she gets out of this... She gonna fucking kill you, dude. Yeah. And not even her. I, I I think Sebastian and many other characters forget that Lockheed's not just some little dragon pet. He's a fucking super hyper intelligent alien. Pervert, but an alien. He's gonna fucking murder you too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't it, either one of two things is gonna happen next issue. She's gonna get out or we're gonna find out. If the resurrect because he flat out says, mm-hmm. he goes, I'm doing this because I'm pretty sure you can't be resurrected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that was a great lead-in from last week, and I'm surprised they potentially are tackling it that now. quickly. I thought that yeah. would be like a way down the line. Agreed. So I either mean, she's going to get out of it, or we're going to find out real fucking quick. If my question is, even if they can work on her, I don't think they can work on Loki. Oh, Loki. Oh, Loki. Oh, yeah, no, because that's not a no, not, a mutant. not a mutant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm wondering. Yeah, it was. I'm curious about that. At the same time. One of my favorite. This could be them finally tackling a thing they're going to have to tackle this year with Dawn of X. Mm-hmm. They're going to start having to tackle the non-mutant X-Men characters, of which there are a lot. Yeah. And yeah. there's a ton of non-mutant X-Men characters that, A, deserve to be on that island. Mm-hmm. And, B, a lot of people on that island would not want to not have on that island with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's like, I mean, we'll see. But maybe he'll be like the first addressing, like, oh, we can do this too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Fair enough. Fair but enough. yeah, that was great the way he just oh like, my God, hey, he just... Kitty, fuck you. <laughs> it's really what he does. Pocket sand. Basically, she's actually about to whoop his ass. Yeah. She's ready to She's go. ready to fuck him up. And he's like, oh, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I found these on Krakoa and Krakoa does not seem to like you. Boom. <laughs> I kind of hope, hope she doesn't get out of it. No, I want to see if she. I want to see what she does. I, I want that answer. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah. I mean. Like. It would be so comic book if, like, Lucky broke out of his braces and came over and saved her, and then mm-hmm. they put her top, and then she beat him up. But at the same time, like, that's not what I want. I want to see if the resurrection <laughs> protocols work on her or not, yeah. and I want to see if they'll work on Lucky. Yeah. Well, I mean, and if they don't, what does that mean? <laughs> that's the other problem. <laughs> what happens if they don't? Oh, man. Yep. yep. So I like that she no longer has a broken nose. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. took it away, finally. She's healed. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it was a pretty good issue. Pretty good issue. Nice, nice. All right, Joe. And now that brings us to you. What did you read this week? I read two books, and I'll let you guys decide which one of them I actually tell you about. Uh-huh. So I read Folklores. So, and I also read um, Count Crawley. Count Crawley. Count, Count Crawley. Okay. All right then. Uh, well, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I just, just put it out there because you know Folklores had some crazy stuff going on in the last. Count episode. Crawley. Yeah, Count, Count Crawley is the last okay. one. All right. Though. All right. Good. Good. Um, so. Uh, when we last left off, she was still an alcoholic. Yes. She was still, uh, all sorts of terrible things had already happened to her. Mm-hmm. She was going to, uh, go speak to the initial Count Crawley, Count Crawley and see if she could get some weapons from him or, yep. or do some stuff. Uh, this book opens up with her trying to go to AA, <laughs> uh, listening to some weird dude talk about how he had to, he put a gun in his own mouth and he put a gun in his dog's mouth and the dog's mouth was Toto. And how he was very upset with himself for doing so. And he wasn't yeah, sure what bastard. he was going to do. And yeah. she's like, this is really freaking odd. And she leaves. She's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do it. I'm done. She goes and gets a drink. She winds up getting some drugs, it looks like. And then she has like That's a... That's a real big swerve. I want to do it. Hey, let's get yeah, she, blasted. She gets yeah. super blasted. And then she's on her couch and she's watching the news, what she used to do with that what one dude, the, the anchor. And uh, everything starts rushing back to her like what happened with the anchor and how he pushed himself on her and how she basically raped her, how she went to the, the TV people and they were like, yeah, no, we're going to stand behind this dude. You can get the hell out of here. She goes through like all these emotions of all this awful crap that happened to her. And then she decides, I'm just, I'm going to go talk to the initial Count Crawley again. I need to go figure out what the hell is going on here. That Everything about this is messed up. She gets there. She goes, hey, that zombie that attacked me last time, what the hell are those called? He tells her the name. And he's like, hey, if you really want to do this, like, I don't I, like, I don't know if you're going to be okay with this. And she's like, I, I, I'll be fine. I, give me this. She takes this sweet looking axe. Yep. And she is about to go try and murder, like, not murder. She's going to go find out what the hell is going down with Anchorman. She goes back to the studio first, and they're holding uh, additions for a new Count Crawley. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. Frankenstein zombie is basically, you know, monster. He's standing in the front of the line, and he's just holding the piece of paper that says Count Crawley. And her brother walks up to him, and her brother's like, hey, what are you doing here, man? You look great. This is going to be awesome. Maybe you could work out. And he's, he just doesn't say anything. and just shows him the, the, the thing. He goes, oh, method. Great. Cool. You know, <laughs> hang out right here. You might have what it takes. She shows up. They're in this room. And then they starts to attack her, and she's like, well, I'm going to have to kill you because obviously you're a zombie. She starts cutting its limbs off. She cuts <laughs> its head off. Dust goes everywhere. The brother walks back into his office where they were, and he's like, what the hell is going on? Where did you come from? That's a really nice little prop. Like, this is, you know, he takes the prop from her. He starts swinging her. She's like, you shouldn't be swinging that around. Then he's like, well, well, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I'm obviously going to be Count Crowley. She slaps down the 24 hours of sobriety coin, and she's like, I'm getting help. We're going to get through this. Are you? 
It seemed like she was. It, she it like seemed she like she was. Yeah. So so I'm going to get help. We're going to do this. And he's like, okay, that's all I needed is to show that you were actually like trying to be better. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm going to be better. And then it has like, it's like she has the books still from the original Count Crowley guy. And he's like there and he sees her on the TV the next day and she's like making fun of everybody. And she's like, yep. And we're going to get all the way to the end of this basically. Makes fun of things. And he's like, huh, she's kind of weird. I don't know, but I don't know how this is going to work out. And you're, you're led to believe that the, the shadowy figure, the anchor dude or whoever, the shadowy figure has the has a note from a zombie because zombies aren't supposed to be able to write, but they can. That says Count Crawley, hmm. and it ends on the note. Yeah, it was a uh, a vampire who the who the zombie guy who Frankenstein was serving. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the there he was only serving him because the bile that comes out of the the zombie or head vampire head zombie mouth. Yeah. yeah. He spit bile in his mouth, and then they become a slave. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's great. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. ended exactly how it needed to. She's gonna be Count Crowley. She also is gonna try and be sober, and she's gonna hunt all the things. <laughs> nice. Yeah. With Crowley the vampire axe. hunter. That's oh, right. We had a lot of vampires this week. Yeah. yeah. Or glampires. There's nothing glamorous about the ones in Count Crowley. Nothing <laughs> glamorous about Dracula at Marvel either. Yep. His son is fabulous, but not so much him. I mean, I mean, Sebastian Shaw is kind of a glampire. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So uh, that was the last Count Crawley, at least of right now. I believe they're going to be doing more. Oh, good. I, I hope so. Yeah. Series. I believe so. So, all right. Cool. Now that brings us to our book of the week. Book of the week. Book of the week. Of the week. Uh, this week's book of the week is Wonder Woman number 750. So this is a big bad mamma jamma. It's 96 pages. It's got uh, nine stories in it. Uh, so we decided to uh, to each do basically two stories. Did you, um, you come Troy for a second? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, you read three, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, I think between all of us, we got all of the stories. Yes. Um, so Jen, what did you? Uh, which stories did you read, and how uh, were they? So I took the first two, uh, the Wild Hunt finale, and from Small Things, Mama. Um, so the Wild Hunt finale is. Certainly a finale. <laughs> it is definitely the end of a story I did not read involving characters I vaguely know. Um, so, so it's a so, comic that you normally would read. Yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, so the whole thing is is um, Cheetah's trying to kill Hera with a uh-huh. god-destroying sword because she's trying to release Diana from... Like she feels like Hera and the other gods are swaying Diana and keeping her from living her best life, basically. Okay. Um, and so they're fighting and they're fighting, and Diana doesn't want to kill any of them, so she does this whole thing, wraps everybody up in the in the uh, lasso. lasso. Thank you. Uh-huh. I was gonna say noose, and I was like, that's not right. Um, well, if you do it right, <laughs> but um, so but they eventually she does get cheetah in a position where it's like you, you gotta just i'm gonna live my own life i'm gonna you don't have to protect me like this like yeah it's gonna be okay and so finally she was like fine whatever um and she throws the sword and it hits this person who is covered in silver and her name might be silencer i think it's silencer yes it's silencer um <laughs> and the and but diana does have this moment with Hera where she's like she wasn't wrong yeah I mean, I'm a person and who's supposed to, like, I'm this grand old, I'm the symbol and, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff. And at the same time, I don't know my own heart and I'm not doing what I feel is right. I just do what everyone else tells, tells me, me is gotcha, right. Gotcha, gotcha. So she's like, so um, I'm not going to need your help anymore. And Harry's like, okay, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> disappears. 
Um, and then eventually uh, Wonder Woman goes home and is promptly arrested by the Boston police. So that's the end of that story. All right. Um, and then in a completely unrelated tale of, uh, of Wonder Woman, from, of, from small things, Mama, is the story of, and I should have remembered her name. Um, I don't. Oh, shoot. What is her name? Small girl, flowers everywhere. Star Blossom. Yeah, so, that girl. Yeah, that girl. <laughs> totally know her. That's right. Um, so she's Star, uh, Star Blossom. I literally just forgot it. Um, saves these people from a fire. Um, and then Wonder Woman comes around to help her because she just can't put out the flower, the fire with her flowers. It seems that's her uh, mutation is to create flowers. Um, so she's the question box for Mario. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but not good flowers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, it's, it's a very much like Diana. The, Diana goes to Star Blossom's parents, and they all have like a bit of a dinner, and Diana's delivered bad news. It's very much a touchy feely story about mm-hmm. like Diana doesn't need to be the big sister for everybody. She can be vulnerable and everything, and they're both very happy and. The Having end. fun. The <laughs> end. Uh, right. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I will go next. Uh, the two stories that I read uh, were, let's see here. It is Emergency Visit and To Me. So Emergency Visit is very short. Uh, it's basically just about Diana getting an emergency call from, from Themyscira and from her mom. And she's like, oh, well, I got to go. So she goes over there and her mom just wanted to see her. No. That's that's the that's basically the story. She, her, the story, the moral of the story is go visit your family. That's that's it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the things that stood out on this though is uh, the very first page. There, she saves some people, and they're like, "Thank you, Wonder Woman." And somebody else says, "Yeet." Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> and then the very next page. Uh, let's see here. It was uh, somebody. I think it's Kyle. Um, uh, what's his name? Kyle, the Green Lantern. Rainer? Yeah, Kyle Rainer. Um, he says, hey, Dub Dub. Nobody, nobody calls her Dub Dub. I, oh. nobody that calls, sounds like Guy Gardner. Or, yeah, it might be Guy Gardner. Yeah. Either, either way, nobody calls her Dub Dub. Hey, Dub Dub. Prick. Uh, and then. Oh, that's Guy Gardner. Yeah, yeah, he has the dumbest fucking haircut I've ever seen. Yeah, it's Guy enough. Gardner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then when she goes to leave, um, one of the dudes goes, "Yeah, she's so amazing." Oh my and that's god! The actually most stereotypical yeah. looking gay dude. Yep. This looks like one of the gay dudes in Cheer. This mm-hmm. entire first two pages is "Hello there, fellow children." Uh, <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> the rest of it's written fine, uh, but man, those first two pages really set the tone for the rest of this. Uh, and then, like I said, the next story I read was the uh, was to me. Uh, it's basically the, just the bombshells, and mm. it goes through each one of the bombshells and how Wonder Woman has uh, has helped them along. Oh, nice. So it goes through Batwoman, how she helped Batwoman, um, how she helped uh, Soviet uh, Supergirl, uh, how she helped uh, Steve Trevor. It goes through every single one from from the bombshells universe, nice. and how she helped help them overcome something. And so I was like, oh, all right, that's that's pretty touching. So. Yeah, the nothing, nothing touches yeet. 
Who me? No. <laughs> Uh, but good stories, though. I, I enjoyed them. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad I didn't have to read this entire thing for this week because I probably will eventually, mm-hmm. just uh, over time. <laughs> uh, so how about you, Joe? Which ones were, did, you, did you read? I read, let's see, just a second. I read The Interrogation, Never Change, and To Leave Paradise. Ooh. So The Interrogation was pretty great. The art was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about uh, her getting called in to a to be interrogated by some jerk face like Fed kind of dude, and jerk face Fed's like, yeah, it's really great that you were there to save those people from the burning building. And she's like, yeah, I guess it was. And it's interesting how you supers, you know, show up in the nick of time. She's like, yeah, yeah, it was. Well, we're fast. Mm, he's like, yeah, <laughs> you sure you weren't there three hours earlier, just incognito? And she's like, yeah, actually, I I was. You're, I still didn't get to most places in the nick of time. So, but you saved those six people from the burning building. Yeah, I, I, I did. And then she gets real close to him and is like, I don't understand what you're getting. And he's like, are you sure you're not trying to be a hero for hero's sake? You know, maybe you're just waiting for something bad to happen so you can jump into action. And she's like, that's not what I'm doing, but okay. I, <laughs> sure, whatever. She gets in his face and then she goes, dun, 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 it's Ares, the god of war. <gasps> and he's trying to mess with her. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> Lo and behold, there was no oh, no. She talked him into like realize she she basically agreed to get into this box with this fed when the box was going to Themyscira. It was a prison box, and she walked out of it. And she was like, "Bitch!" <laughs> she was like, "This was my interrogation, not yours." And what? Slams her hands down, leaves him in the box. Everybody's like, "Why well, he's gonna be pissed when he gets out of there?" She's like, mm, "Whatever." <laughs> Great, nice, great book, nice. And then the uh, the next one I read was the Never Change. I think that one was actually really kind of sad, yeah. much like the first one that Jen uh, read. It was about her going to uh, Cersei, and it's Fat Tuesday, and Cersei's having a jam all the time, you know, and she, she, Cersei's like, here's some wine, have some bees, and she's like, no, I'm like really upset, and I need your help. And Cersei's like, nah, you don't want my help, it's Fat Tuesday. And she's like, no, no, like seriously, I, I'm here to pay whatever price you want, you're a magician. And she's like, yeah, I am a magician. You're right, I'm like the best magician in the world, except for Zatanna, compared to her, I'm, you know, brat. And then she moves on, you know, and so Wonder Woman's like, like, seriously, I need your help. And she's like, all right, fine, w- what do you want? She's like, I'll show you. She goes to, you know, Cheetah's hangout in the jungle. And, she, and she, so Cersei's like, okay, just, I need your help to try and, you know, make, make things right, you know. So she's like, well, it comes with a really heavy cost. And she's like, I'll pay it, depending on what it is. And she looks over to Golden Lasso and she's like, that might be the cost. And she's like, if that's what I've got to pay, it really sucks to have to give this away. It's, you know, an heirloom of the mascara. It's, you know, one of the gifts from the gods. I, I mean, I guess if you really need it, sure, you can have it to use whatever, you know, Cersei's like, it's okay, I'm going to melt that shit down, and I'm going to make a sweet magic potion out of it. Let's go get Cheetah. So they get to the jungle. Cheetah comes out to attack Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman's like, yo, what's up? I'm here to help you. And she's like, don't want your help. And she's trapped in, like, this golden awesomeness, not the lasso. Cersei's melting the lasso down, and she's, like, saying all sorts of magic crap. And then all Cheetah has to do is say her original name. Say her name. So... Cersei says it. Wonder Woman's like, just say your name and you'll be changed back to the way you are. I want to have my friend back. And she's like, my name is Cheetah. And she says it through the, the sharp teeth. The art's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she chooses to not be human. She, she wants to stay as Cheetah because that's who she is now. Which then yeah. she needs to calm the fuck down then since her Thank whole you. motivation for hating Thank a woman you. is because she turned into a Cheetah. Well, mm-hmm. 
She still hates her. Calm down, She Quanin. would rather be a cheetah. And so afterwards, Cersei, like, like Wonder Woman's, like, all sad. And Cersei's like, I'm just going to put her back in her cave. And we're just going to leave now. <laughs> so I leave. And Wonder Woman's like, here, here's the lasso. I feel really bad for, you know, wasting your time. And Cersei's like, nah, you can have it back. It's okay. I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. And Wonder Woman's like, you did. You actually did the thing. And, you know, it just didn't work out because she didn't want to change. Mm. And Cersei's like, eh, it serves me to be nice to you. You can have it back. It's fine. I would have preferred to actually have this work out. And Wonder Woman's like, yeah, I'm never going to stop trying, though. And she's like, maybe you should. <laughs> the end right. and then um the very next one is about uh i think that one was called uh to leave paradise Ooh. very short story it's about diana as a teenager or a young adult reading history books on the mascara and w- dreaming about the outside world and, run- and talking to different uh you know the mascara people there uh, all the other like all the other Amazons have been outside of it and it's one of them is like talks to her about how slavery was awful and the terrible things that happened to her outside of it her mom's like yeah you're not missing much she speaks to like this sweet old oracle lady and she's like yeah dude no you don't want to go out there it's really freaking horrible and then she's like okay well I'm a young person and I just never I'm the only person who ever grew up here and I just dream of a world outside of here and then the plane is going down she's uh, like oh that looks like a falling star kind of a thing it's like oh destiny it's a sign right <laughs> So it, it, not bad. All three right. of them were fin- phenomenal little short stories, actually. And and yeah. the the first one I read was actually decent and pretty long. Yeah, yeah. So I I so far I actually really like this. Nice. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was pretty great. So one hundred seven fifty. Boom. I, f- I forgot to mention also in the first story that has Yeet and all that other jazz. Uh, there was one really good uh, back and forth between her and her mom, where her mom's like, "Listen, you just need to settle down with a nice woman or man. It's okay. We don't judge." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, that's that's pretty great." <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Uh, and then that brings us to Anthony. You had the last two stories, correct? Yeah, I read I read Always first. Um, it's like a story told from Silver Swan's perspective, which is like a person she saved who became friends and she became crippled. And she got mad that Diana was not there for her enough during her recovery because she was being a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, you know, starts off with like, I was a good person. I didn't do anything bad. I wasn't like a shitty person. And then I got caught in a battle and Diana saved my life. And then she's like, and she was my best friend. She was, and then she betrayed me by not being there for me. So I got these fucking nanites and started killing people. <laughs> so it's her fighting Diana. Diana's like, no, like, don't do this. She's like, why? And then the whole time they're having their dialogue, she's in her head going, yeah, this is wrong. I know this is wrong. Uh, it makes me a horrible person. Um, I'm going to kill a bunch of innocent people just because I can't handle my own anger. And she's like, you did this to me. And it's a whole back and forth. It's whatever. Um, it's not bad. It has good art. But uh, basically... It's Diana just saying, like, yeah, I, I am your friend, and I will be there for you. But, you know, like, no offense, but, like, you can go to physical therapy by yourself if I'm saving the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got me? Um, The book starts off with her obviously in sort of a, like, prison. <laughs> so the first page is that, so you're, like, the whole time you're, like, well, so she's going to go back to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They have their whole fight. Back and forth. The problem, it's not bad. This could have been two pages shorter, though, gotcha. because it is just pages of essentially the same conversation over and over and over again between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it ends where she's like, realized, like, oh, I don't want to be a piece of shit. I actually feel bad. Uh, she's back in prison, and then Diana shows up. She's like, You came. She's like, I always told you I'd come if I'm available. <laughs> like, I'll be there for you whenever you need me. Like, but like, you know, schedule it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's basically it. She's like, "This is my lasso, but you're my first so." 
Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> it's like, bitch, I'm sorry. Like, she can be your friend and still need to, like, rescue shit. You're telling me if you want to, like, talk about a breakup when there's a fucking train blowing up? Yeah, I, I got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one I read was A Brave New World. And this is the Scott Snyder one, this right? This is the Scott Snyder one, which is well done. Yeah. However, as a nitpick before I tell you, it is literally... Yeah. No pages. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's three fucking pages. I would have liked to have one of the longer ones be written by Scott. I would have liked to have switched my page counts for the two I read. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, it's, this is a sort of a re, readjusting, retelling of how Wonder Woman showed up in the DC continuity. Because originally it was that she fought in World War II, which this one she still could. Mm-hmm. But basically, you see FDR is about to go give a speech. Um at the World's Fair saying, hey, we need to, World War II's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Hitler sucks, and we're going to have to go fight him, and I know the World Fair is hopeful, but yeah. you got to fight. She's not really in this story very much. It's basically FDR and his um, Secret Service agent talking back and forth mm-hmm. about, like, you know, doves, because they're going to have doves come out, and how he's gotten a letter from Einstein that they're building the A-bomb, um, that they're close to doing mm-hmm. it. Uh He's like, I don't know what the hell to do. And the guy's like, yeah, well, while you worry about doves, I'm worried about your head getting blown off. He's like, you think someone's going to try to kill me? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, you're the president of the United States about to go tell your country to go to war with another country. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you worry about the doves. I'm going to worry about your head. <laughs> like, and basically, goes in the balcony and boom, someone tries to kill him. One of them shows up, blocks it. And because apparently she was hiding out in the crowd wearing... Her costume, plus a red hood. <laughs> Hiding out, right? That, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically, she's like, I'm going to stay incognito, or I'm going to fight for you guys. I'm going to I'm gonna be a symbol, which is none of the, She fights a Hydra agent. Okay. Yeah. It's a thousand percent a Hydra yeah, agent. Yeah, it's a Hydra agent. Um, it isn't until the last page when you realize what this book was about. It wasn't about her or FDR or the war. It's... She apparently her heroism is what inspires Earth superheroes or people to become superheroes. Okay. Okay. Which I actually kind of like because DC, including just recently, always makes it that Superman it's inspired Superman. Earth's yeah. superheroes. And mm-hmm. Superman inspired the people of Earth to become heroes. Whereas this, they kind of basically say, no, it was Diana in World War II. Mm-hmm. Her doing that made Alan Scott realize I can do a lot with this ring besides what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it kind of hints that like her doing that is the beginning of the birth of superheroes. Okay. I would have okay. preferred two or three more pages of this from Scott Snyder because when he is good, he's very good. Yeah. And I really enjoyed reading this more so than the other one, unfortunately, mm-hmm. just because the other one was every page is kind of the same conversation. Same yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like it was worth it at least. Um, cause I, 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 from hearing all you guys' stories, it seemed at least interesting. At least one of your guys' story was good. Yeah. Sure. So it seems I actually seems like it seems like it's worth the nine bucks. Yeah. Yeah. The ten dollars mm-hmm. or ten dollars. Yeah. Ten bucks. Yeah. But ninety six pages and there was no ads. In any and of it. most of the art was pretty good. Not the one that you read about. Uh, it was not good, but it, it did at least fit the yeah. the, the story. <laughs> I, when you're talking about flip through it, we're like guys like they need you on Chick Island. I'm like, God, this is a 90s. Yeah. Comic book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the fucking artist from Satellite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was basically Avon Omen. Uh, art. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that was our book, Wonder Woman number 750, 96 page, exercise, spectacular. Yep. And now it will assume the numbering from now on. Yeah. For, it's so going to abandon its old numbering, so it'll be 751 and okay. onwards. 
we'll see how how many years that lasts if it lasts a year <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, yeah that'll do it for our comics and i'll bring us into our news segment whisper crunch 76 uh so yeah let's start off with some uncharted and masters of the universe uh news uh both of them have been delayed uh, Uncharted, which I still don't think is going to get made, nope. uh, has been pushed back three months to March 2021, which is where uh, Masters of the Universe was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Masters of the Universe has been pushed back to uh, never as of right now. They don't have a new a new date for it yet. I'm okay with Masters of the Universe because I did not like their casting for Prince Agreed. Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get Noah Centino. I don't get why the internet loves him. Yeah. He is an average-looking stone dude to me. <laughs> I, I still think Masters of the Universe is going to come out before the Uncharted movie. Oh, I agree. Uh, <laughs> oh, what will Tom Holland do? Yeah, I know. Oh, no. Uh, he's Not that. so busy being successful. Uh, and what then, will he do in this movie he never should have been cast in? I yeah. can't believe that they... Uh, Nathan Fillion or no one. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then uh, Jim Carrey is, has said that he's open to a mask sequel. Because he also he's not doing anything besides uh, probably a Sonic sequel at some point, which he kind of uh, says in the oh like, yeah he does he's like, it's built for a sequel like oh you're already doing a sequel oh yeah <laughs> almost certainly um, and he's saying that he's he's open to it as long as it's got a good director and story which is you know pretty much every actor should want yeah, it's a pretty like, standard request yeah, yeah. like hey I'll come back and do this you know if it doesn't well, suck that's yeah. not true I mean. <laughs> Literally, Nicolas Cage will just say yes. Hey, Nick, we got it. Yeah, no, I didn't. Take, yes, it's a hemorrhage. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a preparation H uh, movie. It's an entire movie. Him and Jai Courtney. <laughs> yeah, will say yes to anything. But you know, Jai Courtney will get paid. Though. True. Fair enough. Jai Courtney's mm-hmm. not going bankrupt. Oh, I wish he would. Then he'd do some more nude scenes. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Uh, I feel like that was Jim Carrey almost kind of putting it after, like, hey, I'd like to do a sequel. Mm-hmm. Someone. And we're going to disregard the actual sequels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Son of Mask is so bad. It's so bad. Jamie Kennedy. Oh, man. So uh, but, you know, I, I did like um, uh, Alan Cummings as, as Loki. Loki. Yes. He was great. He was, he was, the, he was the only reason to watch Second it. Second best Loki. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matt Damon and Dogma. Oh, yeah. Totally. He's definitely the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the boy in God of War. Oh, t- totally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> His name was Boy, sir. Uh, <laughs> you know damn well who he was. <laughs> Uh, and then also speaking of movies that are going to be coming about, a new Anaconda movie is in the works at Sony. I don't want none. He does not want none. Uh, it is going to be in the same vein as The Meg, though. I actually do want none. Well, <laughs> I really loved The Meg. So I think they're going to like go balls to the I really loved Anaconda. Well, yeah. I loved The Meg, but I felt like it could have gone crazier. That's what The Meg 2 is for. <laughs> There's no Meg 2, though. Uh, there might be. It made a shit ton of money, and there's dinosaurs in the like Meg 2. I just feel like there was a while. I, it's, I just felt like it's been a while, and we haven't heard anything. So yeah. it kind of been shelved a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I would love maybe the Meg with more violence. The what Meg if is, it's Megaconda? I want Deep Blue. In case you're wondering, Megaconda? the Meg is only two years old. Slow your roll there, Jen. <laughs> Jason Tatum's busy. He's very he's busy kind of fast, with no, fast furious. movies. That's fair. Actually, that's legitimate. He that's is very busy. Very, actually, never mind. Like, that, I was, that thinking, started off I was as a shit like, joke. What is he doing? And then I was like, oh wait, no, he's he's started off as a shit joke. And like, oh wait, no, no he's, he's no, very he's busy. Actually, yeah, uh, no use, no news net on whether Cardi B or Sir Mix-a-Lot's going to be in it. So I, I, I look forward oh. to it. In reality, in spite of my shitty comment, I will watch it. I love the Anaconda. I've watched all five of them. Why Cardi B? Because she has a song Anaconda. Don't. 
Oh, that was Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nicki Minaj. My bad. Bad. Sorry. I guess they all like to. I did mean. I did mean Nicki Minaj. My bad. Okay. Sorry. And I'm sorry. Yes, they do all sound the same, sir. They actually flat out do. Yeah. Okay. I just want Ice Cube in it again. Yes. And Jennifer Lopez isn't doing nothing. Hustler failed. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, didn't make Aww. a lot of money, Shame. and she it didn't get a nomination, which she did deserve. It was she actually a pretty it. good film. Yes, mm. it was yeah. actually genuinely good. But it, John Voight's alive-ish. Alive-ish, yeah. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> you do the thing where it vomits him up again. Just yeah. make a shot-for-shot remake with good CGI. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then let's see here: uh, the Ghost in the Shell standalone complex, twenty forty-five, released a new trailer. Sweet fucking PS two game cutscenes. Oh yeah, fantastic PS2 cutscenes, which, which is sad because like it was like an hour and, or not an hour, it was a minute and thirty seconds, and like half of it looked really good, like the Tachikoma mm-hmm. scenes looked great. The stuff that wasn't supposed to be people. Yes, the stuff that wasn't supposed to be people, and even like a couple of the scenes that did have the people yeah. at least had right shading on them, and then you had the other ones where it looked like it was oh. like small soldiers. They looked oh. like action figures. They yeah. should have just went the apple seed route. Yeah. They should have went full cell shaded as opposed to the weird 3D not so working well cell shaded. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I do think it looks better than the first thing we got. It does. Uh, I think the music is woefully mismatched. It's good music. It yeah. just isn't Ghost in the Shell. Well, I, yes. It's Lupin. It, it sounded like Lupin to me. Yeah. yeah. It kind of had that Lupin Cowboy Bebop like. like did, 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 yeah. So it, I'm just worried. Well, not worried, but I guess to me, um, that show's always been a little bit darker. And it's like, are, yeah. are we gonna are we gonna kind of like jazz jazz it up? I said to Brian, it felt like one of <laughs> it felt like it was based off of one of his short stories. Mm-hmm. So Massimini Shiro does Ghost in the Shell, and it's mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell, and he mm-hmm. does these short stories set in those universes. He'll do it with like that or Dominion, whatever, where they are like silly and sometimes have hardcore sex in them. Yeah, uh, a lot of nowhere. Intron Depot books are are little like yeah. excerpts of art that were from the short stories. And yeah, things, yeah, like you'll see. Yeah, and it happens in Dominion as well. Like you'll have like a short story where like, not the tone of the book. There's a penetration scene, like for no reason, <laughs> mm-hmm. or or a birthday clown scene. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Shiro's an odd guy. Yeah. It just felt like one of his short stories. I feel like I said to Brian, I think I maybe I'd have a better opinion of it if it didn't have the standalone complex moniker on agreed. it. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, something I was reading was like, oh, well, if they could do good animation with Lupin, why can't they do it with this? It's like, well, Lupin's an hour and a half long movie. And One this is movie. 24 episodes. So oh. there you go. And Lupin, they've been making for three years. Yeah. This was made in a year. Yeah. And Lupin's also getting a, a the- theatrical release, whereas this is Netflix. <laughs> Little. I'm really psyched for that Lupin, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so like, good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm psyched, but I'm also kind of heartbroken because I, th- I thought the live action was really good, too. I loved that live action movie. It was actually much better. It, it, it deserved to be much better than it was, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the, the we'll CGI one's like, though. Yes. The CGI one was, yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean, I'm going to watch it, but like, it yeah. reminded me, I told you, it reminded me of that Tachikoma game that came yeah, out, which I love that game, but yeah. it's 2020, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the two Hulu anim- or two of the Hulu animated Marvel shows have been canceled. Howard the Duck and Tigra and Dazzler have gone the way of most Marvel shows that aren't on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Heartbroken about Tiger and Dazzler. Yeah. yeah. But Modoc gets to keep going? I think because Modoc is much further along in its process. Yeah. Than they have a, than they just revealed the full cast last exactly. week. Exactly. So I think that's... I, I will say, this. I have to ask you, if, I know you read it, Yeah. if my opinion is correct, 
boy, did it seem like Kevin Smith was doing a lot of bootlicking, a lot of I'd like you to hire me, Disney, when he oh my God. talked about how like he's like, yeah, I found out, but this is great. Kevin Feige, he's a god. He knows what he's doing. What am I? I'm nothing. I think he made the right decision because it's his show. Oh, okay. Uh, um, Howard the Duck was supposed to be his show. He was actually like they had a writer's room. They already wrote the scripts. And I'm going, man, Kevin Smith, you really want to do a Marvel film. You oh, yeah. Re- well, I almost wonder if they were like, hey, we're going to cancel this, but obviously we're going to do something with Howard the Duck. And I like Kevin Smith. I like him a lot. I love his movies. You will never be at that level to do a Marvel film, sir. <laughs> you know what? I could see him doing a Howard the Duck like scene in a movie. because Scene, sure. Because mm-hmm. he's good with dialogue, but that's I, about it. <laughs> I love Kevin Smith. I'm a fan of his. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do feel like it's something on Ant-Man level, where it's a much Maybe. more personal story yes. about a character, not necessarily mm-hmm. a giant blockbuster like the Russo brothers, or, mm-hmm. or you know, like, like, like I feel like he could do something on that level. I just feel like they they put so much thought and effort, and not that he doesn't, but they yeah, put yeah. so much ten years worth of thought and effort into how this is going to play out amongst other things that I don't really know if he'd play in the sandbox. Oh, I think he would. No, he a thousand percent would. So? My problem. I love Kevin Smith again, as you know. He does not play well when he can't use fuck shit bitch and ass. Yeah. He does not play well when he can't use potty humor. He not play well. It does. He doesn't. He leans on it. Uh, Jersey girl. Geely. <laughs> Double ear. Like, like I like Kevin Smith, but he doesn't know how to not be a crass, which is fine. And Marvel will never allow that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Deadpool three. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Oh, I hope not. I do oh, agree God. with you, though, Joe. I think he does great dialogue. I think he would play well in it because I think he, because of his statement, the way he was like, Kevin Feige, he's a god. I feel like that was him going, I will play in any sandbox you let me step into. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Well, a sandbox. And I'll cast my fucking daughter. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. A sandbox uh, <laughs> they should definitely not be playing in is uh, this next one where uh, they are going to be doing a live action Bambi. So Disney's going to be putting down another deer. Is it live action? You know, like how Isn't Lion King action. is. See, but that's action. the thing is, is that's that shit's not live action. Yeah. No, it's that not. shit I mean, should have been nominated for best animated picture. Like, yes. like you know what? Oops, sorry. You know what I don't want? Well, I mean, it shouldn't. Bambi. You know what I do want? Emperor's New Groove. <gasps> fucking thank you. Or fucking Atlantis, yeah. underrated oh movie. Oh my god. Or Treasure uh, Planet. Treasure Planet. Or Treasure Planet. Uh, but like Emperor's New Groove, with the exception of Eartha Kit, because obviously you can't have her anymore. No, Everybody fuck that. else they got her voice. You, you could still you could you could have David Spade play Eartha Kitt's yeah. character <laughs> like, in drag, full fucking drag, full drag. Patrick Warburton, you still got you still got. You can just play him. Yeah, like oh my god, I that's love, what they I need to do. It. But mm-hmm. you know that's that's me. You know I I want that. And that one, unlike my normal complaint, where I'm like, oh, it's just a shot for shot remake. Make this a shot for shot fucking yeah. remake. Don't you add a weird song by Jasmine. No. <laughs> don't don't you fucking add a weird wokeness like fucking Bell. Mm-hmm. Or a weird mm-hmm. animal cruelty thing like Dumbo. You just make a shot for shot movie. You can still have John Goodman in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, just do it. Just do it. I don't care. Ah, just Bambi, do it. Would you want it anim- like would you want it animated live like live style or would you want oh, no, it just I, live, a straight complete straight live action, live action. with the exception of oh, obviously the, the talking llama. llama. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why Bambi? So jungle oh. book it? Basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Bambi. now I'm there. Yeah. Fuck Bambi. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually super curious why they're going back to their old old shit. Oh, like because the uh, the copyright's copyright. going to go away yeah. soon, so they need to re-update it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Bambi for me is like, like I'm not going to say I hate Bambi. I don't have an emotion tied to Bambi because Bambi as a kid was that I watched it once and I'm 
I don't need to watch it. Again. I've, I've don't ever it make live lot. action Fox in the Hound, please God. Don't make Fox in the Hound. <laughs> I have not watched Bambi since I was a child. Same. I mean, like in a yeah. school classroom, because when I heard what happened at the beginning of Bambi as a child, I was like, nope, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason I haven't watched Up. I'm good. The opening of that will make me so unhappy that I won't be able to push past and be happy for the characters at the end. I well, will be you're so not, miserable. It, that hangs over the whole film. See, yeah. see up. I'm, I'm sorry. It sounds beautiful. Oh, no, I meant Bambi. That hangs and, over and the that's whole the thing. film. I haven't watched that movie since I was a kid, and I think I literally sat there and cried the entire time. Yeah. That's and like, Fox I, like, and the like, Hound for me. Fo- yeah. Fox and the Hound, I've never watched again. It's miserable. I like where the red fern grows. Miserable. We Fox you know what? Murdering animals not my thing week. in movies. Okay, murder people. Don't murder animals, please. <laughs> in school, we watched Fox and the Hound and where the red fern grows in the same week. Hey, oh, I don't know if my teacher was like, I wonder if I can make ten year olds commit suicide. Hey, well, what about Old Yeller? Did you do that as well? <laughs> I actually that film fucks me up. Yeah, I know. It even should. though old, even though Old Yeller had rabies, whatever. I hate that kid. You should have just gotten bit. <laughs> I hate that kid. So much. The only good thing about Old Yeller is the Friends episode about Old Yeller. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think anytime Old Yeller is ever on, well, I, I watched it the end of it once. Anytime it was on, I would get up and leave before the end of the movie because everything else was fine up until like the the goring by the by the freaking pigs. Oh yeah, I yeah, like yeah. I, I like at that point I was like, gotta go, can't finish watching the rest <laughs> of this, or I'm just gonna be upset for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Bieber's Thumper. <laughs> Ariana Grande is Thumper. Huh. There you go. You she just, can she can do a Disney version of Dangerous Woman about Dangerous Hunter. Oh man, no! Please don't do Bambi. I would just, really just like no Bambi. Don't do Bambi. Do Emperor's New Groove. It will be another one I, do, I miss. Do Atlantis. Do Treasure one. Planet. Jason Derulo would be the skunk. And he would just say his name a whole lot. That's it. That's it. I almost feel like it's hurting. All right, it's not hurting their brand, but like I think it is. Ah, uh, they're making tons of money. The thing is, this. Uh, Beauty and the Beast made it's, so much money, and that was such a terrible so movie. Bad. Lion King raced past a billion dollars. Wow. So did Aladdin. Yeah. Like, the I only opted one out of they've both had of those. their live action ones that hasn't done well is Maleficent 2, and it still did well, just didn't hit a billion. Yeah. That's so but sad. But it got real fucking that's, close. See, that's the thing is, is Disney's living in a whole other world from the rest of the movie industry. Well, no, they're yeah. doing what they've always done. No matter what, kids are going to help this make money. Yep. Yeah. And also, uh, you know, merchandise and all mm-hmm. that other jazz and, and copyrights. That's what they want. Yeah. That's all yeah, they Dumbo, want. Yeah, Dumbo, I think, was their <laughs> only actual flop, but I don't think they ever cared. I think they just wanted nope. to keep the copyright for Dumbo. Right. Copyright. Uh, I think Dumbo was just made so they can go, still fucking ours, assholes. Yep. Now give us Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, last bit of news is Obi-Wan has been put on hold while they rewrite the scripts. Because uh, apparently it was too close to the Mandalorian, uh, but apparently it's also still planning on shooting and releasing at the currently planned times, according to Ewan McGregor. Well, I mean, he has to say that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, he's certainly not going to be like, and we're going to postpone it for three years. Yeah. But like, I don't I, know. It, it worries I, me. I kind of hope it is like. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not spin. Yes. I hope it's all. I hope it's all. I hope it's just, all true. They did yeah. release the crew. Yeah. Yes, they did. Um, they released the entire crew because they have to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean, all I'm saying is they're making Captain Marvel 2. Deborah Chow's got a hole in her schedule now. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Since you guys didn't bring back the directors, thank God. But, you know, oh. thankfully, though, they did move up uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier to uh, August of 2020. We, we were talking about so, this. Prime and I, other Anthony mm-hmm. knows, he's like, I wonder why they're doing this. I'm like, I think, I think Marvel, Kevin Feige and them, mm-hmm. they've never made TV shows that were supposed to be movie quality before. Yeah. So I think they gave really far out dates because it's never ne- never negative to release it early. to release it early. Yeah. It's always negative Obi Wan. Yeah. 
to potentially release it late. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we'll do it in 2022 or 2021. Right. Oh, guys, you're going to get it 2020 now, Ooh. you know? Yeah. I think it's like genius PR. Yeah, even then, because it was like winter 2020 and then went to fall 2020. Now it's summer 2020. August. Because it's August. I think it has to do with the whatever movies they're actually planning on next. Because if they're going to pull another kind of thing like they did with the Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. if any of that could possibly have anything to do with any other movie, they couldn't say, we're going to give it to you early because they're, they're not even telling you when you're getting the other movies. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I do think that it was already worked into the schedule, exactly. essentially. They just you know, said later dates. They can't say. In case something happened. Right. Like, even though they're on schedule, it could have derailed Winter Soldier because the earthquakes in Puerto Rico, which is where they're filming. Yep. Yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier. That could have derailed it. It didn't. They only took a week off, but it could have, but it was okay because they had these far out dates that clearly they did not need. To a degree, I think part of it is also, it's almost like when they got Spider-Man back, it pushed every single movie back at the very least one movie and knocked it in humans right out of being a movie. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Th- thankfully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, you know, good for them. Uh, we'll see about Obi-Wan. It, it does. Well, the sound of the story, like him yeah. kind of raising like a little Luke or a Which little Leia is something I legitimately don't i mean i love i was so excited for this show but i would have been very disappointed if they were like and now we're gonna do a skywalker little luke story it's like no and there's so many stories with obi-wan you can tell i want to see where he kind of did the jedi underground railroad like that was a it was a thing that was in the books it doesn't count anymore make it count again that's a i'm a little worried about them cutting the episode count from six to four that's true yeah i'm hope unless it's like like bbc style like it's four hour and a half long episodes yeah yeah We'll see. Four we'll movies. See. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So I'll do it for the news. And then uh, what we'll talk about a little bit, because uh, this has gone on a little long. Uh, is, Jeez, Jen. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Uh, was the original script for episode nine. Duel I guess of the Fates. The first, uh, I think it was the first draft as well. Yeah. It was um, Colin Trevorrow's script before Colin Trevorrow's script. Um, this was even before um, uh, Carrie Fisher passed away. Yeah. So the, is, the the last Jedi had actually not come out yet. Correct. When he wrote it. So none of the backlash had happened yet. Which and is so, why Rose Tico has a huge part in it. Huge part. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that came into light. And we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, anything that stood out to you? Well, it also came to light with concept art. Yeah. I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to rewind back to. Kathleen Kennedy, when she first did that bullshit interview, like, there's nothing I can reference. She brought up Trevor Rowe and she said, like, listen, I just think Star Wars is a hard nut to crack. He just didn't have a feel for what we were going for. He didn't have a feel for Star Wars. That's why he left. We, mm-hmm. we dismissed him. Reading that script, I'm like, that sounds like a Star Wars film. Like, the whole, like, splitting them up and having one side do a heist and the other side is doing, like, a, a quest almost. Like, having them try to break into the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Um, Sounds fun. It, it does, but it could have also have gone the um, Canto Blight. Very route. much so. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it, the thing is, is like especially on on paper or you know whatever, everything reads. Better. Everything reads much better, or sometimes everything's visual better. But you don't really know until you see both of them combined. Yes. Um, the thing that stood out most to me was that Ray was still a nobody. Yep. Uh, even though Palpatine was in it like a like a smidge. Yeah, he's uh, a cameo. Yeah, he has a cameo, but he's not alive. So yeah, he's th- in that was a, a holocron. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, like and, it, and it like burns off yeah, Kylo's yeah. face. Yeah. So that was huh. the that was the thing. I actually, I don't mind either way. Like I, I understand her being a Palpatine. You know, that's you know she's the light side, whatever. Uh, but I also wouldn't have mind her still being a nobody because that also means anybody could be, you know, a Jedi. <laughs> Which I feel like is the message that they did miss in this trilogy now. Yes. 
Um, I did like that they went to Coruscant uh-huh. and they started a rebellion. I think that really pissed me off in this new trilogy. I realized they don't really go to any old planets. Like Coruscant's right. not just like some shit planet. <laughs> it's a kind of fucking important. Yeah. It's an entire planet of a city. It's a city planet. <laughs> it is also was the base of, of both the old Republic, the new Republic and the empire. Yeah. So I like that. I like the concept art where we saw the um, ATSTs all like fucking painted up and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Hex, Hex, Hux had more to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, on paper, I agree with you. On yes. paper, it just seemed like a, a more complete idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know. it very much so was heavily tied into episode eight. Yeah. Whereas even though I didn't hate this newest one, it didn't always seem like a fully fleshed out idea. It didn't. Well, it also had to rewrite an entire movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and an opening crawl. Uh, uh, did you did you read anything about it, Jen? I did not. Okay. I, I, I did see news about it. I just, I don't have it in me to, to, go, start, back and to go back and revisit Especially a first mean, draft because it was yeah. before Carrie Fisher and everything. Like it would have, it whatever. I mean, it, it's it's getting a little too close to that Snyder Snyder yeah. cut Snyder for has me. Worn people yeah. out. And in all honesty, I can't I can't put the emotion into like caring about like well you know in an alternate universe that's the movie we would have gotten. It's like well, but it's tough. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if it was if it's a great read that i appreciate that like mm-hmm. just as like a, a piece of work mm-hmm. um but at the same time eh. yeah well we got what we, we got, got, we got, we got what we got. got i mean and we're all moving forward yeah we're all moving forward we've got really great tv shows by moving got, into the past by moving right? into the past we've got you know clone wars they're doing more of that it's great yep i just i, I don't have it in me to care understandable understandable how about you joe i did not read all of it I did get quite a lot of, I did watch, watch a lot of the concept art videos and things yeah, like yeah, that because yeah. I like the visuals more. Um, I will say I, I was a little disappointed with their whole Ray not ha- being somebody. I, I, I've always said that I, that just made me sad. And I understand, yeah. And I, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But mm-hmm. it just made me sad. I didn't, I was actually surprised Leia didn't have more to do in it. Everything that I did oh, read yeah. and everything that I, because everything I've read prior to that moment was that that was her movie. That was the movie that Leia was supposed to be the main, like one of the original three that was mm-hmm. was the, the mm-hmm. forefront of it. Yeah. And it really didn't sound that way. No. It actually sounded like <laughs> almost exactly like what should have happened, what happened in this last one. Mm-hmm. She had three or four very poignant yeah. scenes that were important that she was there, but it was in no way like, like world changing yeah, her yeah, parts yeah. of it. And I was like, wow, I was really expecting it to be like, epic like like that was the idea is that it was about leia and it didn't it didn't sound that way no i did like a lot how kylo ren was just a bad guy the whole time yeah yeah i i appreciated that because if they were since this since the route they went with this last movie was redemption you know all that it kind of makes me happy that he he wasn't and almost like went even further to a level of like like yeah he's looking for all those bad people in the universe because he wants to murder them to be the worst person in the universe he wants to be the only nazi he doesn't want exactly he really like it, it was just very it was kind of cool though it was nice to just have a bad guy that's just a straight up bad guy oh, yeah, yeah. Like, i agree and i don't then, need to have them have redemption yeah and then even doubly so they don't kiss so no oh my gosh thank goodness which uh-huh. was way awesome. better yeah <laughs> i i guess i wasn't really a rose hater in the other movies so it Same. didn't really affect me when people were like I, like people were hating on her and like why she's just another character it just, i she think just it's existed. misplaced hate it's not that people hated rose it's just unfortunately she occupies a bad part of the movie 
She was one of the only good things been, about that part. Well, though. no, she like, is, but she's also sad. the driving force of all of that. She's the one yeah. who takes. I, I unfortunately I think she just gets misplaced hate because it's like people are like fuck Rose because of that part of the movie. It's like I get it. It's not her fault it's though. It's not her fault. I, I I like the actress a lot. Same. I also I did not like the character in that movie because of the decisions that she did make in that where they were just kind of nonsensical. Where it's just like she's yeah. pushing Finn out of the way. You know, she does. They have the whole whole. She's romance. a victim of bad writing. But then, yeah, it was just bad writing. That's Good what concept, it was. bad writing. Ter- yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it yeah, probably sounded like. probably sounded fine in a script, but as soon as it was on screen or they were acting it out, it was like, eh. I don't know. I, I felt like her opening opening stuff with her and her sister was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they gave her like a good backstory. I thought yeah, the yeah, character. Yeah. I mean, I just I didn't. I don't know. Oh, I, I agree. I, but I'm I didn't like her ending. See, no, I agree. I, and I completely agree. That's with where that. I go. With yeah. That. Like, For me, I didn't it's the like second Finn wins. comes into play is when her character no longer makes sense. It, to me. Right. Yes. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't matter anymore. Why have her there? Exactly. It should just be the or that she just makes the dumbest decisions. I'm like, why? Because she's not a tactician by any means. She would make dumb decisions. Engineers aren't. You know, they're not. She wasn't even an engineer, was she? Yeah, she's, yeah, a, she's, yeah, she's a mechanic. Right? She's a mechanic, yeah. Yeah, yeah she shouldn't have made that many <laughs> Never mind, I take that back. Yeah. And a, again, I, don't, I feel like it's, I, it's, it's, misplaced. It's, it's a character who's getting yeah. somewhat earned but misplaced hate because they just use her incorrectly yes. in the plot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then, unfortunately, in this last movie, she couldn't be in almost any of it because most of her scenes tied to Leia. Mm-hmm. And, or she, that's, that was the story. That that's what the hearing. writer says. Apparently, that is not true. Oh. Yeah, I heard that's not The true. editor came yeah. out and they were like, fuck you. <laughs> We could have made it work. We didn't have the seeds. Like the editor was like, "Shut the fuck up. You're a writer." Like, yeah. damn. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me sad for that person. Yeah. Then Rose wasn't in there because of you know reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like Rose will be a character that gets plussed in the expanded universe. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Because I, I did like, like her. But, yeah, yeah, I liked her. I concept idea. Rose should have in her movie rather than doing this bum fuck thing with with Poe should have been on the ship finding ways to get them more fuel and maximize it and and slip through the empires or you know give them the slip mm-hmm. that should have been her thing you should have seen and she should have been on the ship with poe being the one who believes in poe even though he was wrong and mm-hmm. or the one who's at least talking like holdo tell him to, like yeah, that yeah. should have been her role not this her entire role dumb was, shit heist yeah it was that her, didn't work make yeah. her the scotty of yeah, make her the that exactly. Make, make her the her Scotty, the Scotty yeah. of yeah. your. Make her the Scotty and kind of the bone, so like the one mm-hmm. who's also going to kind of say it a little like, "Hey, the fuck, yeah. man." Yeah, her her role was that's the power of love, and that was it. Mm. Like, <laughs> I hope she gets expanded there. upon in the universe. Uh, I think be, you could do something cool. I yes. would love a comic book about her and her sister before her sister died. Agreed. Yeah. Why yeah. did they join the rebellion, or not the rebellion, but the, the mm-hmm. resistance? I would like that tied together with like a Doctor Afra. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. And the timeline works. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. So, that'll do it for for that topic. That'll do. That'll do. And also for this episode. So, uh, okay. as always, we record live upstairs inside Tate's Comics, woo. powered by our woo. friends at 2000 Brigade. Woo. 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 Hard woo. Hard woo. <laughs> Aggressive woo. Aggressively wooing. Uh, and, yeah, you can find us online. On the Crispy Business Podcast on the gram. On the Grams, we also have our sister podcast, which is a Taste of Dragons Boom. video game podcast. Uh, and not next week, but in two weeks, we will be having an episode from Japan. Japanan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where we'll be in Japan. because We'll we're figure be it out. Yep. But we'll record at some point. Might be a train episode. Yeah. <laughs> if we get a car to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'd be so great. It'd be awesome. That'd be. Uh, but, yeah, that'll be in two weeks. So... Uh, obviously, we won't have 
comics, or we won't be talking about comics, but we will be talking about our adventures in Japan. I plan on talking about all the signs I attempt to read. Yeah, signs you attempt to read. <laughs> uh, maybe different experiences we've had, little things, because we're going to be doing a lot of new things this time. So. And we'll get to see a whole bunch of new things that aren't going to be here for a while. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, kind of excited about that. Yeah, new figures and everything. Yep. So Cool, cool. All right, and uh, yeah, so that'll do it for us. Uh, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. Boom. Bye-bye. Baby boom. That's a tight butthole.